and welcome to The Budget Mouse, a podcast that will help you plan an incredible Walt Disney World vacation, even if you're on a shoestring budget. I'm Leah Altheiser, the creator of The Budget Mouse and The Frugal South. I visit Disney World many times each year and have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve, so I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my sites and here in the podcast. This episode is about Disney Genie Plus, so let's dive in. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to episode 79. Earlier this year, Disney World rolled out a new system called Disney Genie Plus that is essentially replacing the old FastPass system, which is a way to kind of cut the amount of time you spend waiting in line. So I got to try it out on my trip last month, and um, I've been also doing a lot of research about it in general and listening to other people's experiences with the system. And my goal in today's episode is to kind of walk you through how it works, um, give you advice on when to buy it and when you might not need to spend the money on it, um, and give you some tricks and tips on using it. So the big difference between FastPass and Genie Plus is, yes, it costs money. So the FastPass system was free and um, Genie Plus costs $15 per person per day to use. Now, first, what is Genie Plus? It's actually part of the My Disney Experience app. And when you buy it for the day, it will allow you to make reservations, I'm going to call them. Um, and the lightning lane for certain attractions. Now, the lightning lane is actually the old fast pass queue. It's the separate line that you would use when you were redeeming a fast pass to get a shorter wait. They have renamed it the lightning lane. And so Genie Plus gives you access to the lightning lane at certain attractions. So in addition to these Genie Plus lightning lane attractions, there are also individual lightning lane attractions. These attractions are not included with Disney Genie Plus. You cannot use it to get in the lightning lanes at these attractions. However, you can purchase access to the lightning lane individually for these, right at this point, eight attractions in the parks. Now, I'm going to first talk just about Genie Plus, and then I'm going to shift gears and talk about the individual lightning lanes because they are quite separate, and I think it will muddle things if I talk about them simultaneously. So, onto Genie Plus. So how do you buy Genie Plus? Well, first it's important to note that you don't have to buy it for every day of your park ticket. If you have a four day park ticket, which is probably a typical length of a park ticket or average length, um, you can add it day by day to your park ticket. Alternatively, you could buy a ticket that already has Genie Plus added for the length of the ticket, but there's no benefit to doing that. There's no savings that you get from doing that. Um, you can just add it one day at a time and you buy it in the app. You can buy it starting at midnight, kind of at when the clock strikes and turns to the next day, you can buy it for that upcoming day in the parks. And it will be quite obvious where to buy it in the app. It's hard to miss. You might be wondering at this point, what are these attractions um, that I can use Genie Plus to access the Lightning Lane? And I'm going to direct you to my site because there you can get a free cheat sheet that has all of the Genie Plus attractions in one place on one page as well as the individual Lightning Lane attractions, and it breaks it down by park. So if you go to thebudgetmouse.com genie, you'll get the post where you can then get the cheat sheet. 
So let's say you have bought your Genie Plus, you set your alarm for 6.30 a.m. and you already have your park tickets loaded up in My Disney Experience, you have made your park reservations and you got up a little early and you purchased Genie Plus for the day for everyone in your party. So when can you start making your first Lightning Lane selection? That's at 7 a.m. every day. You can log in and you can make your first Lightning Lane selection. So the, the important thing to know is that it is unlike Fast Pass, where you used to be able to select a return time, like time frame, a window. And with Genie, it is not that. It's always going to be the next available return time. At 7 a.m., the return times are going to be early in the day, but there are certain attractions that very quickly the Lightning Lane passes get taken and um, the return time gets later in the day rather quickly. So I'm going to tell you what those are later in the show and point you towards those as the first ones to make out of the gate at 7 a.m. When I started using Genie Plus and making the Lightning Lane reservations, it was a little hard to navigate. So I'm gonna give you a tip here. Um, when you go into the My Disney Experience app, you'll see today's plans and you can go to My Day. That will take you to Genie Plus. And from there, you'll see kind of two ways to organize how you look at Genie Plus. One is called My Day and then one is called the Tip Board. I found that it was far easier to use the Tip Board to make my Lightning Lane reservations than to try and search through all of the kind of junk that is in my day to find the attractions I wanted to. So I recommend going to the tip board and there you will see all of the attractions that are available at the parks that are included in Genie Plus or the individual lightning lanes and you can make your first lightning lane reservation we're going to call it there. So let's say you make your first lightning lane reservation for Peter Pan's flight because you're at Magic Kingdom for the day and the return time is 10 a.m. at that point. You might be wondering, well, when can I make my next Lightning Lane selection? So the, this is when the 120 minute rule, so it's called and comes into play. You can, e you can make your next reservation either when you check in for your current reservation or if 120 minutes has passed since you made your current reservation. So sometimes you'll want to experience an attraction and the return times are later in the day. Let's say you make a Lightning Lane reservation for later in the day. You won't have to wait until that time, say in the afternoon, to make your next selection. You can make it after 120 minutes has passed. So if you're going to um, Peter Pan's flight at 10 a.m. and let's say the park opened at 9 a.m., you would actually, after you check in for for Peter Pan's flight and you check in for your Lightning Lane reservation the same way you did for Fast Passes by um, tapping your ticket media or Magic Band or your, or your phone if you're using the Magic Mobile for your ticket. You'll tap those to the Mickey symbol that is there at the entrance to the Lightning Lane queue. So you'll be able to make another Lightning Lane selection after you have checked in for your current selection, or as I mentioned, after 120 minutes has passed. When I used Genie Plus, I was park hopping from Hollywood Studios over to Magic Kingdom for the afternoon. After I used my first couple of Lightning Lane selections in Hollywood Studios, I actually wanted to start making 
Lightning Lane selections for the afternoon when I was going to be in Magic Kingdom because I saw that the wait times were already get building at Magic Kingdom and that I knew they would be long by the time I got there at about 4 p.m. So at around, I believe it was 11 a.m., I started making Lightning Lane selections for the afternoon at Magic Kingdom. So by the time I got to Magic Kingdom, I had made three different Lightning Lane reservations during that time period because, you know, if I made one at 11, I could make one, and then two hours later, I could make one at one, and then two hours later, I could make one at three, and by the time I got there at four, I had three rides lined up where I could just walk right onto them. So this is called stacking your Lightning Lane reservations, and generally, it's only useful if you're um, going somewhere else later in the day if you're park hopping or if you're taking a break uh, in the afternoon um, back at your hotel and you know there'll be a period of time where you don't want to use the lightning lane um, passes. So I advise doing that only in those circumstances, but not just like making that a goal to just stack as many as you can because you'll generally get more use out of it by grabbing the next available return time for an attraction that you want when you're in the parks. At this point, I want to give you some of my tips for getting the most out of Genie Plus before I talk about should you even buy it. Um, so the first one is just to make sure that you have added Genie Plus in advance of 7 a.m. Some of these lightning lane reservations go very quickly and you'll want to have everything set up and not get on you know 10 minutes late because you're forgot to add it ahead of time so this does benefit the early birds unfortunately or people at least who are willing to wake up temporarily to um get genie plus make their first reservation and then i could go back to bed for an hour or two um but Yes, just make sure it's ready at seven. So the most popular Genie Plus Lightning Lane selection is Slinky Dog Dash. They're gonna go faster than any other reservation. So you'll really want to get one right at 7 a.m. Um, you know, by eight o'clock, the return times are gonna be way late in the evening. And you know, by nine or 10 a.m., they're going to be gone. So um, grab that one first if you're at Hollywood Studios for the day. At Magic Kingdom, the most popular reservations are for um, Peter Pan's Flight and the Jungle Cruise. So I would do Peter Pan's Flight first, and I would do Jungle Cruise as my second one if those are attractions you want to experience, and you should, because they're awesome. Um, I would do those first, and I think that Genie Plus is less important at Epcot and Animal Kingdom. I think in most times of year, you could wait until you arrive at the park and get a sense for how the wait times are building until you purchase Genie Plus for the day, because it would be a shame to buy it ahead of time only to get to the parks and see that, you know, the wait times actually stay manageable throughout the day, that you're able to um, use the standby line, which is not the lightning lane, it's just the regular, I'm just going to wait in this line, line, um, and that you would have saved quite a bit of money. But if you did buy Genie Plus, I'm going to tell you which attractions you'll want to use first. So the most popular Genie Plus lightning lane attractions at Epcot are Soarin' and Test Track. I'd say Test Track first, and then Soarin'. And at Animal Kingdom, they are Kilimanjaro Safaris and Navi River Journey, which is in Pandora. So um, another tip is to set um, an alarm or a reminder on your phone if you're gonna use that 120 minute rule so that you're able to not kind of waste any time and you're able to get another Lightning Lane reservation as soon as that opportunity becomes available. I already mentioned park hopping with Genie Plus. I think it's particularly useful when you're park hopping and the way you do it in the app is just when you go to the tip board, 
it will come up with um, the last park that you're kind of looking at in the app or where you have your park reservation for, and you'll see right under the date place where you can change the park. So you're able to make Lightning Lane reservations for um, any park you want. Um, you'll definitely want to know that you have a park hopper pass so you can actually physically go there and note that you can't park hop at this point until 2 p.m. So you'll want to make lightning res lane reservations after 2 p.m. at the park that you are going to hop to. So now, do you need Genie Plus? And this is the budget mouse. So my goal is to help you save money on your Disney World vacation, only spend money where you're gonna get a great return on the money and get good value out of your money. So I'm gonna say, I would always buy Genie Plus at Magic Kingdom because of the bang for your buck. You're gonna be able to use it a lot throughout the day because there are so many attractions that offer Genie Plus Lightning Lanes. So I would always get it at Magic Kingdom just for the ease of your day. Magic Kingdom gets crowded, hectic. There's so many attractions. I just think it's a good investment for going there. I'm gonna also say to always get it at Hollywood Studios unless, the attractions that are included with Genie Plus aren't of a lot of interest to your party. So these are throw rides in general at Hollywood Studios. They're included. They are Millennium Falcon, Slinky Dog Dash, Toy Story Midway Mania, Rock and Roller Coaster, and the Hollywood Tower of Terror. If you're going with preschoolers, they can't do any of those rides except Midway Mania. I wouldn't spend the money on a light um, genie plus if you're most you know if the kids aren't going to be able to ride those attractions and the parents don't want to take turns and go on them without the kids so that's the one exception to buying it at hollywood studios if you want to ride those attractions i would spend the money on it you're just going to save so much time and hassle if you have it there so for epcot and animal kingdom i think it depends on the time of year and the crowd level you can definitely go to epcot and not use genie plus and have a great time with a good touring plan. You can't just go blindly and have no clue and not buy Genie Plus and then expect to never wait in line. You have to really be strategic if you're gonna go to Epcot without Genie Plus, um, but I think it can definitely be done during most times of year. Same at Animal Kingdom, but you'd have to even probably have a tighter touring plan there as there are a few more headliner rides with um, weights that build throughout the day there. So um, I actually suggest a subscription to touring plans and in the post on the blog that at, that's at thebudgetmouse.com slash genie, you can see how to get a subscription. It's $18 for a year and it will give you, you know, individualized touring plans to plan out your day and it could potentially save you, let's say you have a family of four, you know, Genie Plus for those, for two days at those parks would be $120 as opposed to, you know, an $18 subscription to touring plans. So I'm just giving my plug for touring plans right there. If you want help mapping out your day and you don't probably want to buy Genie Plus, I would spend the money there. <laughs> That said, if you're going during the busiest times of year, which would include the week between Christmas and New Year's, spring break, peak spring break, Easter, you're going to want Genie Plus. The lines will be so long. Um, they'll be long probably even with Genie Plus. So um, I would definitely recommend it if you're going during those times of year, regardless of the park. Now on to the individual lightning lanes. For the most popular attractions in the parks, Disney decided to not include them with Genie Plus, 
but to make you pay separately for a pass and for, you know, entry to the lightning lane for these eight attractions. I'm going to be honest with you right now. I don't see this lasting long term. I think people are upset about it. I think they feel like they're getting nickel and dimed that, you know, paying for, for the Genie Plus pass is enough and they don't want to have to pay on top of it for these others. But we're just going to go with the way it is right now. I do see it changing though soon based on feedback from guests who find it to be just obnoxious. Um, so there, these eight attractions are Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Space Mountain, those are the two at Magic Kingdom, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Hollywood Studios, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and Frozen Ever After at Epcot, and Avatar Flight of Passage and Expedition Everest at Animal Kingdom. Now, the cost of a pass to go in the individual lightning lane at these attractions varies. Um, in general, the range is from $7 to $15. It varies depending on demand. So on weekends, for example, it's going to be a little bit more at each attraction. And um, during peak times of year, it will be more. So um, the, the two that are staying consistent at this point are Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, which is pretty much always $15, or it might always be $15, and Expedition Everest to Animal Kingdom, which is $7. And the others vary, you know, in a range between like $8 and $12. So... When you can buy these individual passes depends on where you are staying. So as a perk for on-site Disney World Hotel guests, at starting at 7 a.m., you can purchase your individual Lightning Lane selections in the app. And if you're not staying at a Disney on-property resort, then you have to wait until the park officially opens. Now you might be wondering, what are these resorts where I can make the reservations early? So they include all of the Walt Disney World Resort hotels. So those would be the hotels with Disney's something in front of it. So like Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Disney's Pop Century Resort, but it also includes other resorts. So it includes all of the Disney Springs resorts, which I believe there are five or six. It includes the Swan and Dolphin, and it includes the Bonnet Creek Resorts, which are the Waldorf Astoria, the Hilton, and Four Seasons. You'll also get the benefit at Shades of Green. And you can buy these individual Lightning Lane passes in My Disney Experience, and you just as a reminder, you do not have to purchase Genie Plus in order to purchase the individual Lightning Lane selections. So even if you forego Genie Plus for that day, you can still buy individual Lightning Lane passes and you are limited to two per day. So if you're park hopping, you need to keep that in mind. So I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're thinking that sounds like too much money and you're right, it is. So I'm going to give you advice on when you want to invest in the individual lightning lanes and when you don't. And that depends a great deal on if you're staying at a Disney resort with early theme park entry and if you're actually able to get to the parks before they open. Also, if you're willing to hang around until the parks close. So for some people on vacation, it sounds like, oh yeah, I could totally get to the park before park opens at 8.30 a.m. And then in actuality, when you back it up to when you'd have to wake up, you think, oh God, I don't know if I could actually do that. Because um, I actually, at Hollywood Studios, for example, suggest getting there by at the very latest 8 a.m. The reason is that they will start letting people in to the park and sending them to Rise of the Resistance as early as 8 a.m. 
And um, if you can be some of the first people there, then you will get to ride Rise of the Resistance and will likely have time to go ride Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway before the park even opens to everyone else at 9 a.m. That is both individual Lightning Lane selections that you will not have to spend the money on the pass for if you can get there early. So um, you, if you're using Disney transportation, you have to allow for extra time in case you were to miss the bus. I always factor a 40 minutes in to the time, um, unless you're going to a park that's kind of very close to your hotel, and then you could maybe say 30. Um, so that's getting to the bus stop at 720. That's pretty early <laughs> if you're on vacation. So, but if you want to save the money, and you don't want to have to buy the individual lightning lane passes for everyone in your party, get your butts to the bus early. Um, another thing is, if you're willing to stay later in the day, the other best time to ride these most in-demand attractions is right before the park closes. So if the park is set to close at 10 p.m., that means up until 10 p.m. on the nose, they're going to let you get in the line for any attraction. That means you'll be in the park well past official closing, but that you're always allowed to be in the park well past closing. Um, shops stay open past closing sometimes, and you can just hang out in the parks, walk around. They really don't force you out at any time unless it gets ridiculous. So um, if you're willing to stay till the very end of the day, get in that line for Rise of the Resistance at 9.59 p.m. If the park closes at 10 and you'll still be allowed to ride and you'll have a very short wait. So if you don't want to have to get there early or stay late, then yes, you're probably going to have to spend the money to avoid a super crazy wait for some of these attractions. Because so many people were buying the individual lightning lane passes for Rise of the Resistance when I was there, the standby wait was four hours. I kid you not. <laughs> so that was in the middle of the day. That was the longest wait of the day. And that was also because the attraction had been down for many hours up until that point. And so everyone was coming to use their lightning lane reservations, but it could happen. In fact, it usually happens that Rise of the Resistance goes down at some point during the week um, and you'll be stuck with a really long wait otherwise. Now there are two exceptions to this. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure as of the recording of this podcast is using a virtual queue system and that costs no money that is free so at 7 a.m you can try to get a spot in the virtual queue in the my disney experience app for remy's and if you do get a spot you will not have to pay for a, um, a lightning lane pass for that the other oh they also give you another try at 1 p.m but you have to be in the park i believe you have to be in epcot to get to try then um, the other attraction where i think in general you aren't going to need to buy one of these individual lightning lane passes for is expedition everest simply because the line generally stays short it doesn't often get beyond 30 minutes and there is a single rider line for expedition everest so if you don't mind being seated separately from your party then you can go through the single rider line i don't think i've ever waited more than five minutes in the single rider line they will put you in um, next to someone that likely you don't know and um, you get to ride it with much less weight so i see very few situations where you'd need to buy a pass for expedition everest so some last things about these systems here is that I haven't mentioned yet that you can't make more than one Lightning Lane reservation per attraction per day. Um, even if you're buying them individually, you can't. And if you're using Disney Genie Plus, you can only get one Lightning Lane pass for 
Peter Pan's flight, and then one for Haunted Mansion. You can't get more than one during the day, even if they're available. Um, I've already mentioned you can only purchase two individual Lightning Lane reservations per day, and that should be everything. I hope that I haven't made you more confused than you were when you started listening to this. I hope I've been able to unpack it a little bit, how these systems work. And um, if you want my opinion, I don't like them. And I hope Disney changes them. <laughs> um, I don't see Genie Plus going anywhere simply because it's based on the Max Pass system that has been used at Disneyland for years. I don't see it going anywhere. However, the individual Lightning Lane things, uh, that's ridiculous. I hope that these attractions get moved into Genie Plus or just very few attractions end up as individual Lightning Lanes like Rise of Resistance maybe, you know, that's it really, that I see it appropriate to have something separate from Genie Plus. Um, I do see changes coming. I see changes coming to the naming of this because it's so confusing with that there's two different types of lightning lane reservations you can make, Genie Plus lightning lane or individual lightning lane. I do see changes coming to the individual lightning lane system as well. So I hope this was helpful. If you have a minute and you enjoyed this show, if you could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that would really help the show reach new people and it would really help me a lot. So thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a magical day.